Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is 10.02 p.m. on Sunday, June 23rd, 2019. Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. And as we do each and every Sunday night, of course, right here, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you, of course, our weekly promo to let you know about what will be taking place, of course, on all of our shows here in the radio network this week. Let's also bring you tonight's Wrestling History and Birthdays, also, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as you know, WWE Stomping Grounds 2019 is taking place. And, of course, we'll be having some thoughts about it here in just a few moments. <clears throat> Let's get you up to date. Of course, we, last we've heard, we have one more match still going on. And that is, of course, the uh, universal title match pitting the champion Seth Rollins. Taking on Baron Corbin. As we said, we don't know why Baron Corbin is continues to get a shot, but he does. But we just did officially learn, ladies and gentlemen, that <clears throat> Lacey Evans, who was unsuccessful in in uh, picking up the Raw Women's Championship and Becky Lynch earlier tonight from at Stomping Grounds, was named the special guest referee for the Universal title match. So I've already heard. Earlier tonight, ladies and gentlemen, from folks including the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, that this show has pretty much kind of screwed the pooch, as they always say. So we'll have to wait and see what all happens here, of course, and there'll be a lot of discussion, of course, for sure, coming up here, <clears throat> coming up here, of course, uh, this week in the radio network. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here, as we, of course, first will talk about what is taking place during our wrestling uh during our, uh, for our wrestling history and birthdays for today, June the 23rd. <clears throat> Let's see, yeah. 35 years ago today, which was put at 1984 in San Antonio, Texas, Gino Hernandez defeated Ric Flair in the finals of a one-night tournament to win the vacated WCCW Texas heavyweight title. The title was vacated back in February following the death of David Von Erich. An interesting note, Hernandez was actually eliminated in the semifinals by, by Kerry Von Erich. But Kerry was injured in the match, so Gino went in Kerry's place in the final. Other participants in the tournament were as, as following. 
the late Terry Gordy, Black Gordman, Johnny Mantell, Jules Strombo, John Tatum, Buck Sumhoff, Michael Hayes, Kevin Von Eric, Killer Khan, and Jose Lothario. 27 years ago today, which put it in 1992 in Philadelphia, the Super Destroyers defeated Glenn Osborne and Max Thrasher to become the first ever <clears throat> Eastern Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Of course, Eastern Championship Wrestling later on become known as Extreme Championship Wrestling on the ECW. We know that we, of course, are more familiar with here today. 25 years ago today, which I put it at 1994, WCW presented Clash of the Champions 27 from the McAllister Fieldhouse in Charleston, South Carolina. Here are the matches that took place here. In a dark match, the Patriot defeated Bobby Eaton. Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan defeated the Nasty Boys, Knobs, and Sags to retain the WCW World Tag Team titles. The Guardian Angel defeated Texas Schlesinger. Of course, the Guardian Angel, of course, later on be known as the Big Boss Man, or was, was known as the Big Boss Man in the WWF. Lord Steven Regal defeated Larry Zbysko to win the WCW World TV title. Johnny B. Bad defeated Steve Austin and by DQ in a WCW United States title match. And Ric Flair defeated Sting to unify the WCW International and World Heavyweight Championships. 20, <clears throat> 23 years ago today, we'll put it at 1996, WWF presented King of the Ring from the Mecca Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 8,762 were in attendance with 197,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In a free-for-all match, the Body Donnas defeated the New Rockers, who was Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy. In, another, in a dark match, Hunter Hearst Hemsley defeated Aldo Montoya. Of course, Aldo Montoya would also be known in ECW as just incredible. The King of the Ring semifinals, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Mark Merrow, and Jake the Snake Roberts defeated Vader. The King of the Ring final, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Jake the Snake Roberts to win the King of the Ring tournament. His victory speech was cement him in wrestling war. Here via Genius.com is a transcript from what he just says. Here is Stone Cold saying, first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. or just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved some of that shadow of doubt. You ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your songs. Talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your, you, everybody knows what I'm going to say. <clears throat> and, of course, the crowd cheers. And then Doc Hendricks, who people don't know him as Michael Hayes, <clears throat> saying, come on, that's not necessary. Austin said, all you got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to date back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to everyone that they have superstars. I don't give a darn what what they are. They're all on the list. That's Stone Cold's list. I'm fixing to start running through all of them. As far as the championship match is considered, son, I don't give a darn if it's David Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come. And when I get that shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <clears throat> Those stories varied on when he was presented with the premise of the promo. Roberts becoming a born-again born Christian. His Austin 316 declaration will inspire many T-shirts, of course, including the most infamous one that was going to become the most popular shirt in wrestling history. Austin himself would become the face of a resurgent WWF less than two years later. 
Here are the non-tournament matches in order of that they occurred. The Smoking Guns, Billy and Bart, defeated the Godwins, Henry and Phineas, to retain the WWF Tag Team titles. The Ultimate Warrior defeated Jerry Lawler. This will be Warrior's final WWF pay-per-view appearance until WrestleMania 30. He was fired before next month's In Your House 9 after allegedly missing some house shows. Mankind defeated The Undertaker by submission. Ahmed Johnson defeated Goldust to win the Intercontinental title. And Shawn Michaels defeated the British Bulldog to retain the WWF title. 17 years ago today, we're to put it at 2002, WWE presented King of the Ring from the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. 14,200 people were in attendance with 320,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Let's see. This was the last time the tournament was held until 2006, and the last time the tournament was held on a traditional pay-per-view. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, the Hardy Boys defeated the team of Raven and Stephen Richards. King of the Rings semifinals, RVD defeated Chris Jericho, and Brock Lesnar defeated Test. The King of the Ring final, Brock Lesnar defeated RVD to win the King of the Ring tournament and the WWE Championship match at SummerSlam. Non-tournament matches in order of occurrence. Jamie Noble defeated the Hurricane to win the Cruiserweight title. Ric Flair defeated Eddie Guerrero. Molly Holly defeated Trish Stratus to win the women's title. Kurt Angle defeated Hulk Hogan by submission. This was Hogan's first submission loss in a WWE ring. And The Undertaker defeated Triple H to retain the undisputed WWE title. 16 years ago today, which was put it at 2003 on Raw from New York City, Triple H defeated Kane in a title versus mask match to retain the world heavyweight title. As a result of the loss, Kane was forced to unmask. 11 years ago today, which we put it at 2008, WWE presented the 2008 draft lottery on Raw from San Antonio, Texas. As with the 2007 edition, wrestlers competed to earn draft picks for their shows. The winning brand would take one wrestler or two two wrestlers from the Battle Royal at random from an opposing brand. Also, as, it, as with every draft since 2004, all on-air talent was eligible to be drafted. That little rule led to one of those evening's most memorable moments, the switching of Jim Ross and Michael Cole's commentary spots. As it turned out Ross wasn't even aware the switch was going down. Even more interesting, he quit the company over it. Ross detailed it in his blog. As many of you know, I was drafted to SmackDown Monday night in the random lottery. Obviously, that means I was leaving Monday Night Raw. My longtime partner, Jerry Lawler, I am not happy about this surprise development. I also contemplated calling it a career Monday night and not going to Houston to tape SmackDown. After speaking with my wife and thinking on this matter until 6 a.m. Tuesday morning, I decided to do the right thing for the fans who care in the town who care and begin my new assignment. Has been explained to me that the WWE SmackDown tenure on my network is a high priority within the corporation. Allegedly, my presence is needed in that effort. Many, many are speculating about when I learned of this development. At the same time, those of you who were watching at home, I should have detected something with the demeanor of certain individuals, either through their classic poker faces or the perceived smirk that I thought I might have seen on some of their faces during the day. <clears throat> Ross remained on commentary until a third Bell's Palsy episode occurred in October 2009. He sporadically appeared on commentary until his release in 2013. Ross would return to WWE 
at WrestleMania 33, just days following his his wife's passing. This episode was also the third <clears throat> and last of McMahon's Million Dollar Mania, where Vince himself gave away a million dollars every week after giving away that week's top prize, which was five hundred thousand dollars. <coughs> A portion of the set collapsed, injuring McMahon. Whether it was a second attempt to kill off the Vince McMahon character in as many years, of course, following the limo explosion of a year before, is up for debate, but the story is never resolved. Here are the matches that, that took place during this, uh, this, this uh, episode here involving the draft lottery. In a pre-show dark match, Crime Time defeated Deuce and Domino. Triple H defeated Mark Henry to win a draft pick for Raw. Finley and Hornswoggle defeated Carlito and Santino Morella to win a draft pick for SmackDown. Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly defeated Bam Neely and Trevor Grow to win a draft pick for Raw. John Morrison and The Miz defeated the Hardys to win a draft pick for ECW. Melina and Mickey James and Natalia and Victoria fought a double DQ, giving one pick each to Raw and SmackDown. John Cena defeated Edge by Canal to win a draft pick for Raw. MVP defeated Tommy Dreamer to win a draft pick for SmackDown. JBL defeated Kofi Kingston to win a draft pick for Raw. Edge last eliminated John Cena to, to win a 15-man tri-branded battle royal to earn SmackDown two draft picks. Other participants were Triple H, Batista, <clears throat> CM Punk, Kane representing Raw, the Big Show, the Great Khali, MVP, Jeff, Jeff Hardy representing SmackDown, and Matt Hardy, John Morrison, The Miz, Chavo Guerrero, and Shelton Benjamin representing ECW. Six years ago today, which would put it at 2013, at an ROH on Sinclair taping in Baltimore, Maryland, Team Ring of Honor, B.J. Whitmer, Jay Lethal, Kevin Steen, of course, you know, that's Kevin Owens, and Michael Elgin defeated Scum, it was Cliff Compton, Jimmy Jacobs, Red Titus, and Rhino in Steel Cage Warfare. As a result of the loss, Scum had to be had to disband. Five years ago today, we put it at 2014 on Raw from Washington, D.C. Stephanie McMahon, in her first match in over a decade, defeated Vicky Guerrero in a mud wrestling match. As a result of the loss, Vicky was fired. This served as a runoff. A write-off for Guerrero, who is retiring from the rest of the business. So Stephanie, Vicky got the last lap on you. Four years ago today, 2015, WWE debuts the sixth season of Tough Enough. As with past seasons, the reality competition series focused on a group of outsiders going through rigorous training overseen by former WWE competitors. In the end, one man and one woman were a one-year, $250,000 deal with WWE. Unlike past seasons, eliminations were by nation by, by were decided by nation by nationwide vote, with each judge, who in this case was Hulk Hogan, Daniel Bryan, and Paige, with Hogan later replaced by the Miz, out of all people, nominating one person for elimination, and the vote decided who goes home. Each judge is allowed to save one person from elimination during the season. For the record, Hank Avery was eliminated in the season opener. Joshua Bredel and Sarah Lee went on to win the competition. In the end, seven of the 13 contestants were signed to WWE deals. The female winner, Sarah Lee, was released for her one-year deal ended in October 2016. 
On the day of her release, she announced that she and fellow wrestler Wesley Blake were expecting their first child together. Their daughter, Piper, was born in May. Bredo is still in the, with the company as Bronson Matthews as of 2017. There were reports that he was released in April of 2016, but that turned out to be false. And Josh, as of 2017, was still with the company with NXT, which is WWE's developmental brand. Also, in, also with the developmental brand, our first runner-up, Amanda Sacramento, of course, otherwise known as Mandy Rose, <clears throat> Patrick Clark, who is known as the Velveteen Dream, and Daria Baranato, who is, of course, known as now as Sonya Deville. And the first season, there's a link on here if you want to check out the full season of, of, tough, of this Tough Enough on the WWE Network. Four years ago today, once again, 2015, Matt and Rebecca Hardy gave birth to their first child. Son, Maxwell, was born weighing eight pounds, nine ounces. The couple gave birth to a second son early in June 2017 in Wolfgang Xander. Three years ago today, which would put it at 2016, WWE presented the first round of the Cruiserweight Classic from Full Sail University in Winter Park, Florida. The first round matches aired over four weekly episodes from July 13th to August 3rd. All matches were contested under a 20-minute time limit, though only one match went beyond 10 minutes. Here are the matches that took place. Grand Metalik defeated Alejandro Saiz. Hoho Lund defeated Aria Davari. Cedric Alexander defeated Clement Petoy. Petoy. Petois. I'm not, my apologies if I mispronounced that name. Brian Kendrick defeated Raul Mendoza via submission. Tojiri defeated Damian Slater. TJ Perkins defeated the, the Mac via submission. Lance Dorado defeated Mustafa Ali. Akira Tozawa defeated Kenneth Johnson. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Tyson Dudes via submission. Drew Gulak defeated Harv Shira via submission. Kota Ibushi defeated Sean Maluda. Rich Swan defeated Jason Lee. Noam Dar defeated Gerb Shira via submission. Jack Gallagher defeated Fabian Eigner. And Johnny Gargano defeated Tommaso Ciampa. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we have any wrestling birthdays for today. I have not heard if there is, but we'll let's check on that here before we proceed ahead. We have two birthdays to report here today. I did hear about one of them earlier, but today we wish a very happy, let's see, 36th birthday to the, the wife, of course, of of course, uh, AEW's own Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes. Uh, happy 36th birthday to Brandy. And also, ladies and gentlemen, very happy 30th birthday to one half of the current WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Of the uh, the iconics is what I'm talking about. That is, of course, Billy Kay. So happy birthday to Brandy Rhodes and Billy Kay here today. 
and let's go ahead and get you, of course, updated as, as far as stomping grounds is concerned. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we don't have an official update as to how long the last match took, but I can give you an update on the matches here. Let's go ahead and run that down. In 11 minutes and 20 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, Drew Gulak got by Tony Nice and Akira Bazawa to win the Cruiserweight title. In 11 and a half minutes, Becky Lynch defeated Lacey Evans by submission to retain the Raw Women's title. In 11 minutes and five seconds, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn got by Diggy and Xavier Woods of the New Day. Ricochet did get by Samoa Joe to pick up his first big title in WWE, of course, the United States title, in 12 minutes and 25 seconds. Daniel Bryan and Rowan did get by Heavy Machinery to hold on to the SmackDown Tag Team titles in 14 minutes and 25 seconds. Bailey, I think with, with possible help from Nikki Cross, did get by Alexa Bliss in 10 minutes and 35 seconds to hold on to the SmackDown Women's title. In 17 minutes and 20 seconds, Roman Reigns did get by Drew McIntyre. Shane McMahon, of course, I believe, I'm sure tried to interfere in the match, but of course was unsuccessful in that. So Roman Reigns did get a measure of revenge right there over Shane McMahon by defeating one of his boys, Drew McIntyre. And apparently, ladies and gentlemen, the WWE title match was changed into a steel cage match at the very last minute. However, it did not matter. And in even 20 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, 20 minutes, Kobe Kingston did defeat Dolph Ziggler to hold on to the WWE title. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have an official time as to how this match has just ended here. As I did mention here just a few moments ago, the official guest, special guest referee for the, for the last match here, which was the universal title match between Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin, was Lacey Evans. Um, and so, so and what I, so what, I, so from what I understand right here, it looks like uh, I think Becky Lynch did come out there and and show, uh, kind of help out her uh, off-screen boy boyfriend Seth Rollins here. But in the long run here, Seth Rollins did defeat Baron Corbin. Thank goodness to hold on to the Universal Championship. We don't have an official time yet, but before the show is out here, ladies and gentlemen, I will. We will, of course, keep you updated that as of as of that officially. <clears throat> now, folks, let's go ahead and talk about what, what will take place here in the radio network here this week. We, of course, will start things off. We, of course, will start things off here, of course, with tomorrow afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Monday afternoon tradition, of course, here in the radio network, 138744 pound. Key and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the plethora of guests will be bringing you, of course, tomorrow's edition of WWS Raw Radio. Of course, Stomping Grounds will be, of course, the number one topic of discussion here throughout the whole show. Other and as well as, of course, J.D. will have other wrestling news and views here for the day. John will have wrestling history and birthdays for <clears throat> for um, for, of course, this weekend and also tomorrow as well. Plus, also some other uh, stories and other inkling and other, uh, other topics of discussion for will pop up here as well. Plus, also, we'll be bringing, bringing of course, our thoughts and opinions on the on what our predictions for what the main event's going to be for tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw 
as well as what the ratings are going to be for tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw. So be sure to listen in from 3 to 5 this <clears throat> uh, tomorrow afternoon, of course, for the latest edition of WWUS Raw Radio. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, our Double Dose Part 1. We will have, of course, first start, starting at 7, WWUS Wrestling Revisited. That's, of course, King Ice will hop into the WWS time machine and talk about, of course, a famous and infamous moment in pro wrestling history. 139-926-POUND. Be sure to join them at 7 p.m. Then next up, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on with WWS Revolution and from 9 to 11. Of course, call ID 138-055-POUND. Our live video feed will be from GCWS Beginning of a Dream. <clears throat> we'll have our news and views and history and birthdays. Plus, we will have, of course, uh, we'll, we'll have some of the matches here from Stomping Grounds. We'll talk about Tuesday night. Plus, also, we'll talk about what will happen tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. Plus, other, of course, some other topics of discussion will be brought up here as well. Be sure to join us, myself and the rest of the panel. Way too tough to handle tomorrow, <clears throat> I mean, Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, 138-055-POUND for the next edition of WWS Revolution, as we will be, I think, 12 episodes off. But I'm hitting that 700 mark. Uh, coming up this Wednesday, don't forget W7US Outside the Ropes. One, one, four, one, three, eight, seven. Uh, <clears throat> one. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm not going to. But coming, but of course, like I sorry about that. First off, first off, we will be talk about our triple threat Wednesday. We of course start things off with WWS outside the ropes. One four one three eight seven pound. We'll bring you the latest pop culture news, news and views of, of the day. Plus, the Iceman will be bringing you, of course, his uh, box office report as well as some sports headlines. Also, some uh, opinions, of course, from the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also, of course, our Hot Seat Movie Trivia Challenge. We'll have that here as well. So be sure to join us here for Outside the Ropes this Wednesday night from <clears throat> 6.30 to 7.30 right here on TalkShoe, caller ID 141387-POUND. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, from 8 to 9, we'll be having WSWS Wrestling Debate, 139-925-POUND. <clears throat> we, of course, will be talking about uh, a lot of stuff on the table, including, of course, Raw and SmackDown, plus also what took place tonight at Stomping Grounds. And some other uh, topics of discussion as well. So be sure to join us for Wrestling Debate this Wednesday from 8 to 9 right here on Talk Shoe 139925 pound. And I'll be back on once again with Revolution. Of course, as we will be, <clears throat> let me see, I do believe we will be 11 episodes off from that. We will have, we'll be at number uh, 689. As of course, we'll be talking about. Uh, our, of course, our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Plus, also, of course, some uh, the remainder of the matches from, this, from tonight's Stomping Grounds pay-per-view. Plus, also, some other topics of discussion. We'll bring up here some wrestling extras as well. Be sure to join us for Revolution this Wednesday night from 9 to 11 right here on TalkShoe.com. Our live video feed will be from ECW, ECWS. This is Extreme. Coming up here this Thursday night, don't forget NWO Wolfpack, the second installment. News and views, history and birthdays, and other wrestling, and wrestling extras and other big-time topics will be discussed 
Plus, also our live video feed will be from Hardy Boys fans. So be sure to listen in for that this Thursday night from 9 to 11. 138 is 5 what pound. Excuse me. Mm, excuse me. Uh, next up, ladies and gentlemen, our next edition of WSWS Revolution. We will be actually hitting number 690. We'll be 10 episodes away from hitting number 700, folks. We'll be 10 episodes off on this coming Friday. <clears throat> As, of course, we'll give you our news and views and history and birthdays. Plus, and also uh, more wrestling extras and other fun stuff coming your way. Plus, also our live video feed will be from w- W7US Dynasty. Be sure to listen in for, for the Friday edition of Revolution this Friday night from 9 to 11, 138055 pounds for that. Also, don't forget at 6 o'clock this Saturday evening, don't forget WSWS Power Hour, uh, <clears throat> 141364-pound. As, of course, we'll be talking about the week that was here in the radio network. Plus, also, we'll be bringing you our weekend wrestling history and plus also some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. So, folks, there is your lineup here for the week here in the radio network. And, <clears throat> and it'll all be a very powerful one indeed. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, as like I said, uh, as, of course, like I said, it was... Uh, it will be, of course, a big time week here this week to discuss. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do, we're going to let you know I do have an update on the amount of time uh, allotted in the match in the, in the Universal Title match between Sevons and Baron Corbin. That match lasted 18 minutes and 25 seconds. Again, 18 minutes and 25 seconds did was the <clears throat> was the final result from that. So. This was good. This was kind of a back and forth thing, kind of a balancing thing here. Um, I will keep everyone informed as to how our everyone did here during our prediction title challenge. Uh, as a matter of fact, while we're having a few moments before I get to this, some wrestling news and views, let's go ahead and um, I'll go ahead and let's see. Unfortunately, like I said, nobody gets the extra point. Of course, we're guessing the special guest referee. Uh, everyone most mostly said. Corey Graves, Brock Lesnar. Uh, uh, one one person said uh, Paul Heyman. One person said EC3. One person said Shane McMahon. But of course, as, as I did report, um, as I did report, the uh, the special guest referee was of course Lacey Evans. Of course, I'm sure pretty sore after losing the mat, uh, 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 losing the Becky Lynch and Becky retained the Raw Women's Title. So let's see here. Um, So, ladies and gentlemen, we have officially, let me see here. Uh, I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that tied for first place was the human suplex machine, John Gross, and Danny from Oak Park with, <clears throat> with eight uh, predictions correct. Uh, let's see here. Um, next up here, 
what is the style Stephen Stephen uh, Kyle who has who had who ended up with seven predictions correct a three-way tie between the Iceman Jeremy Duralmo the Empress Henry Rickenbach and Mr. Hulkamanian Bob Ziegler with six predictions correct the psycho JW Cannon with five predictions correct. The Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds with three predictions correct. And the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie with only two predictions correct. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, uh, starting tomorrow, we'll start crowning, of course, new champions, of course, from the nine belts that was, of course, part of this. Uh, of this um, <clears throat> that was part of, of course, this prediction title challenge. Like we said, uh, seven of the nine belts, of course, are uh, <clears throat> uh, Uh, <clears throat> seven of the nine bells, ladies and gentlemen, of course, are under the WWUS umbrella. Like I said, those belts are the Zero Gravity, Lone Star, No Barriers, Phoenix, Bellatrix, South American, and Triple Jeopardy Championships. <clears throat> uh, of course, the other two are the FMWUS Street Fight Championship. And the UFC US Super Fight Championship. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there. There you have it there, of course, for the belts that we have. And Star will, of course, be getting, of course, some predictions. Uh, We are going to, of course, bring you, of course, three three pieces of wrestling news here before we close out the shop here for today. Uh, <clears throat> I will go ahead and first let you know that for, we do thank you for our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network, of course, for reading their stories on all of our shows each and every week. That is, of course, including the promotions here, as well as, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, and others. Joseph Lee has our first story tonight. As Brandy Rhodes says she had a hand in designing the AEW women's title, reveals that her brand her brand coordinator is Leva Bates. On a recent episode of Bustin' Open Radio, AEW Chief Branding Officer Brandy Rhodes spoke about the upcoming women's title for the promotion, as well as the various issues that she had to deal with since getting a position of power within the company. Here are some highlights. I don't know if she's had any issues with people being overly familiar, going straight to her for an issue instead of blowing up the chain of command. Brandy says this. That's a loaded question for so many reasons because it is a change for sure. I think a lot of times some of what falls on me, some of it falls on me being too familiar, me being too friendly, and I think it's a really thin line <clears throat> that you that you just have to learn how to navigate. I learned, I, I've learned, I think, a lot in my life. Cody will tell you definitely. And this is something he does not consider a strong point for me is that once I'm burned, I'm burned hard and it takes a long time. It takes a, a long time. Let's see. 
for me to move past it, no matter how small it may seem to someone else, it may be monumental to me. In those instances, I'm very careful with how I am with people because I don't want to open up to accidentally burn, open them up to accidentally burn me and then seeing that side. A lot of times, all that falls on me, not anyone else. So I have to be careful with, with myself and what my expectations are and what my role entails and what that should mean to other people. She's ever, she's ever overwhelmed with how much she has to deal with. Randy says this. I definitely can't see how it can turn that way really quickly. I'm usually pretty proactive beforehand. Once I saw that other people were starting to use other people to help them and to kind of become their right hands, I picked up my right hand really quickly. And I don't think a lot of people know this. I don't think it's very public. My coordinator for the brand is Linda Bates. She works right with me on everything. So whenever I feel I'm getting a little overwhelmed, I'm getting a little bit too much going on, I'm really comfortable just pulling Leva into whatever the project is and saying, hey, I've got to focus more on this project. I'm putting you in charge of this one. And she's done a really great job. It's been really easy to let go of some of that wanting to do everything all the time and allowing Leva to step in and do some of the work. On the AEW women's title, Brandy says this. So we really, so we're really, really excited that we got to announce that at all out we will be unveiling the women's championship. Getting a little too far ahead to say we'll be having a champion, but the championship itself will definitely be there. I've had a hand in working on the design of the championship, and it is unique. It has something about it that has never been done before. That's all I can say about it. What's surprising to me is that when I was working with Rico, who was designing it, it, it is I said, hey, what if we do this? And he says, you know what? We've never done that before, which is a really good thing because that's going to make your thing unique. I'm looking forward to showing that off to everyone, and hopefully everyone is as excited about it as we all are. But, yes, the girls are extremely excited. You enter into this, and you know that there's going to be a championship, and you know there's going to be a goal to try to obtain and actually hear the words and see it. It's real, so the girls are really excited. And that was, like I said, if uh, – <clears throat> um, but uh, but of course, like I said, uh, we uh, we can't wait to see what that looks like, and of course, continue success to Brandy Rhodes to her role in AEW. Uh, <clears throat> Jeffrey Harris brings us a story right here. As of course we've heard about, we've heard about, of course, Willie Mack it would eventually like to go to WWE, but isn't crazy about starting all over in NXT. Being with Jeffrey Harris for the <clears throat> uh, 4.11 Wrestling Interviews podcast, Impact Wrestling star and former NWA National Heavyweight Champion Willie Mack discussed the possibility of going to NXT or WWE in the future. As previously reported, Willie Mack was actually signed by WWE in 2014. However, he was ultimately released from that contract before going to NXT due to a doctor's concerns over his knee and his blood pressure. Here's, what's, here's what William Mack had to say about a possible future in NXT or WWE. William Mack says this, Well, I grew up watching WWE, and to get that opportunity to get to go there was great. I never actually got to actually go to the Performance Center officially and start my schedule for my contract. Eventually, I'd like to go there. If it don't happen, hey, at least I know I was on their radar because I, it's like out of thousands and thousands of people, I got picked, did the tryout, and got a contract. If you think about it, if you think about it, but the way I am, I don't know if I want to go to NXT or nothing because it's like they start you all the way over. And it's like if you've already established somewhere to go there with years of training and experience or whatever you got your name value on, 
and start all the way over again. I don't know if I want to do that. And if you're enjoying all of our recent interviews, of course, this is this is of course 411 Mania's wrestling podcast. If you're enjoying all of our recent interviews with names like Lana, Billy Gunn, Loki, Eli Drake, and Vince Russo, and want to support us on getting more interviews with big names in wrestling, please of course leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a few seconds to do and it really helps us out. So so definitely listen that definitely listen to uh uh definitely take a listen to that here, folks. Uh, that link for that podcast where uh Willie Willie Mack of course talks about that is right there on the uh it's right on this page if you want to take a look at it. Joseph Joseph Lee brought this story out yesterday. This is the last one we'll bring out here for for tonight. Of course we're trying we're trying not to uh, of course dive into anything involving stomping grounds. We want to try to save that for the week. Blue Chew responds to Liv Morgan tweet a new video from Rousey Acres. Of course as you know that's uh uh, of course, Ronda Rousey's and her uh, fiance, of course, and her husband, I should say. WWE asked fans also about the Stomping Ground special referee. This story came out yesterday. Liv Morgan posted a message on t- Twitter giving her thoughts on Toy Story 4, but sex supplement providers Blue Chew turned it into a different kind of message. Liv Morgan said at 7.49 p.m. on the 20th, it was incredible. Bluechew.com said this on their Twitter account. We get that we get that a lot. Hashtag Bluechew. Uh, Twitter.com slash you only live once. That was said at 1:49 p.m. on the 21st. Rhonda Rousey has posted her latest Rousey Acres video, which was shot at her form of the same name. Of course, some of, uh, of course, you check out the video, of course, on here, or you can go to the, uh, or you can go to the, of course, the uh, <clears throat> uh, YouTube to check that out. WWE, WWE has a new post on Instagram asking fans who will be the special guest referee for Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin, of course, at tonight's event. Uh, of course, on Instagram, of course, it was some people have a possible have a, have a picture of Bobby Lashley wearing the shirt. But uh, we did find out who that we did find out who it was ultimately, and that was obviously Lacey Evans. So there you have it, there, folks. And folks, there you have it, though, with of course our updates here on Stomping Grounds, as of course we did see, like I said, some changes to the match to to, to some of the matches here. Uh, some surprises here indeed. Of course, like I said, we did see several title changes, um, including, like I said, we did see, of course, uh, Ricochet picking up the U.S. title. We did see Drew Gulak picking up the Cruiserweight title. Uh, Seth and Kobe kept their respective belts. Excuse me, Daniel Bryan and Rowan kept the SmackDown tag titles. Bailey kept the SmackDown women's title. And Becky Lynch kept the Raw women's title. So there you go. On that note here, folks, we do thank you for listening in, listening in here to our promo here for the evening. Be sure to check out all of our shows this week here in the radio network. Of course, we'll have more updates, of course, talking about, <clears throat> of course, talking about, of course, the week that was here in the radio network. <clears throat> and, of course, we'll be talking about, like I said, everything, of course, under the sun as we, of course, get set to have an explosive week, I should say. And everybody here from, of course, J.D. and John, to Fonzie, to Ann, Michelle, Danny, 
Bobby, uh, we'll, we'll be hearing from a lot of folks this week. You can guarantee that. Michelle, we'll, you can guarantee a lot of that. We'll have, we'll definitely have a lot of, uh, we'll definitely have a lot, of course, to talk about here this week. So for the entire panel, way too tough to handle, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Dustin, U.S. Champion Charles Hayne. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll join you here this week for all of our shows here this week, of course, for all radio, wrestling revisited, wrestling debate, outside the ropes, power hour, and of course, WWS Revolution and NWO Wolfpack. This has been a promotion of the WWS Radio Network, where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your pop, your wrestling and pop culture connection. Take care, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check out all of our groups on Facebook. And also be sure to check out all of our, our past episodes in the radio network here, folks. You'll be glad you did. <clears throat> and we look forward to talking to you later on. Since 2015, of course, the <clears throat> your source for everything, wrestling, pop culture, and other sources, is as, as always has been, the WWS Radio Network. Have a good evening, folks, and a good week. We'll talk at you here starting tomorrow with Raw Radio. Have a good night and take a good week. And take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.